Do you think we help anybody? I hope we do. Um, no. Hello, one and all. Welcome back to another exciting um, emolument-clausing episode of, I don't know, Maine Education Matters, your number one source of information and extremely mediocre analysis of all things from the Maine Education Cultural Affairs Committee, Maine Department of Education, and beyond. We listen so you don't have to. And my name's Matt. And my name is Julie. Julie, how are you? Matt, it's April vacation. We are, we, place. yeah, we are recording this right before we leave for school for April vacation. And everyone is feeling already very rested. Everyone <laughs> is feeling like this vacation is really not needed at this particular moment, right? Uh, maybe not, but yes, our vacation actually started yesterday, so we wish all of the educators who do not have to work a restful, relaxing, safe break. I, I, agreed. I would I would echo that and, and add on to that, yes, and not only that, but if you have the desire to send a colleague or a principal or someone an email over the course of the next week, it can wait. Yes. You know, it can it, it, it can most likely wait. I mean, if there's a real emergency, of course. But, I mean, take time. You've earned it. You deserve it. And make and take the time for you, for family, for friends, if you can. If you can get together, be safe about it all, of course. But take time for you. Do you have any plans for break, Matt? I thought you were going to ask if I had any friends, and the answer is no. No, I, that's not funny. Do you it's, have any plans for next week? Uh, I do not have set plans for next week, uh, mostly because on vacation times, it's an opportunity for, um, we're doing, my family's doing remote learning this year, so my kids have been home, and uh, my wife and partner, she is works from the home, she's a consultant business, and it's hard because she also has to do teaching and child management during the day. So her work often happens sporadically. So with me being home, I'm going to be on on full-on childcare. So that, that's pretty much my plan. I'm hopefully going to get to see my parents. who They're all vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated and we'll have gone through the two-week thing on the Tuesday or so of next week. So actually get to go and spend some time with them the first time in over a year. So, um, nice. yeah, what about you? Um, I'm hoping to see my parents as well. I've seen them a few times throughout, but they are fully vaccinated. I did just have my second shot I'm not out of the two week window, but, um, I'll have my mask and yeah, work a few days, but when you love what you do, Matt, it's not work. Sure. Um, and that's why we do this because we love it and it's not work because if it was work we probably wouldn't do it because I don't know about you but I don't really like work I like to not work I like to lie down no. sitting is great I have, a, I have an extreme enthusiasm for lying down though 
Nobody buys that. Anybody who knows you. Uh, but like we established, I have no friends, so nobody knows me. Uh, so, Julie, we, we, life kind of kicked us in the teeth last week, so we couldn't record an episode. Um, things kind of sped up and got kind of ridiculous. So, we have a little bit of catching up to do. We do. There's been so much, so many hearings, so many work sessions. It's, it's been nonstop. It's been truly nonstop ridiculous, like that great song in uh, Hamilton. It's been nonstop. So we are, what we're going to do today is take a little bit of a, of a deviation from what we normally do. We might do something like, you know, talk about some work sessions and some upcoming public hearings and some testimony. We're going to forego all the public hearings and testimonies at this point. And we're just going to focus on the work sessions that have happened over the last couple, uh, few weeks, actually going back to March 29th because a lot has happened since that time. A lot. A lot so, of tables, but a lot. A, a lot, yeah, that's gonna be a kind of the, the word for the day for you uh, like Sesame Street fans. The word of the day is tabled. It kind of reminds me of that commercial I, I like so much where the ants have moved into the couple's home and the woman is at the refrigerator. Expired, expired. So I would like, whenever it's that time, I would like to yell out, tabled, tabled. I, I sound like the great aunt. I think that is wonderful. And I encourage any and all shenanigans to happen during a podcast such as ours. So let's go to March the 29th. There were uh, five bills that happened that day. And if this was the CTE day, Again, we may have quickly talked about this on a previous podcast, um, but honestly, I can't remember. And if we did talk about it, well, then you'll hear it twice, folks. Um, and it, I, I mean, I'd have to go back and listen. And I don't go back and listen to these things. Um, so CTE Day, there were five bills. LDs 144, an act to fund capital improvements to career and technical education centers and regions to bolster Maine's future workforce. Uh, presented by uh, Representative Fecto. What happened to this one? Ought to pass as amended. That's exciting. But yeah. I think that was on the 29th, sir. I think that was on April 2nd. That one was tabled on the 29th. They got moved to the 2nd, yeah. Oh, I didn't get that far down in my notes. There you go. That was a quick turnaround. That was, yeah. There's some, I, I'm not sure why, but hey, off the pass. So if something happened in those few days, that's all great. What about LD 414 that also happened on that day? An act to create par uh, parity between private schools and public schools regarding CTE tuition rates. I think I've shared with you that this one has, I'm extremely interested in one because I work in the SACO system and I'm trying to understand the private academy side of it, but I'm also trying to understand the CTE side of it. So I'm thankful that this one has also been tabled so that I can learn more about it and see what happens. And it has not come back yet. So 414 tabled. Yep. Uh, another one that has not come, that, uh, that was voted on, divided report. And we, I know we did, we did talk a little bit about this. Uh, LD 516, the resolve directing the DOE to review CTE courses provide guidance on high school credit equivalencies. Um, that's been a divided report as well. I do not know, do you know the, the, the split on that one? Cause I don't. 
Oh, I'm sure I have it somewhere in my piles of notes, but not where I need it to be right now. Okay. But it's, uh, either way, it was um, LD uh, 516, Divider Report. LD 572, an act to assist students in preparing for opportunities to live and work in Maine. Oh, yeah. I think we did talk about this one because I remember saying that Representative Stearns was very proud. This was the um, the mandate to attach a link to all yep. of our websites. But the amendment is that along with that link will be resources. So that is ought to pass as amended. Cool. And the amendment to that is listed on their committee webpage. So if you go to the bill and go to status um, in committee, uh, you'll see, you would open the public hearing, the public te hearing testimony link, and the amendment is there, which I think we said last time too, is a wonderful addition to this year that they're actually putting those amendments out there. Uh, finally, on the 29th uh, work session was LD680, a resolve to reestablish a task force to study the creation of a comprehensive CTE system. Tabled. Yep. Uh, yeah. The only, the only, yeah. One of the redeeming qualities about that one, it had resolves. It had four oh, resolves, yes. which has been seriously lacking. So let's get, let's move on to stuff that we previewed a bit, but haven't necessarily talked about what happened in the work session. Uh, starting off on, on um, April the 2nd, we have some bills here, uh, LD636, an act to encourage the purchase of local foods for public schools. Interestingly, while we are recording this, that is probably being voted on right now. Yep. It yeah. got tabled back then. It did. And is up for discussion as we record. So we will... We forgot to have our, our crack team listen into that so they, they could have reported out and we could have had like late break pressing like news. Sure, we could have. That would be great. So what I'm hearing you say is that they're all fired. Great. They will be getting their, their these letters uh, sent to them, uh, notarized, and the, that crack team will just be um, be let go right before vacation. You know, yeah, no that, pension, that, no that, benefits. That, that's wonderful social emotional um, support right there, Matt. Okay. LD655, an act to require at least a 30-minute lunch period for students. What happened with this one? My goodness. Well, we know it's a divided report. Um, I don't know why they just can't put the votes down. Nor why I can't organize my notes to better understand. Well, no, so it's a divided report. So, in other words, this probably went right, I'm going to guess this went right down party lines. And it will be, uh, you know, I'm guessing it'll probably be an ought to pass, ought not to pass. Yes, but I don't know. This is the one. Yes, we want a 30-minute lunch for our our kids, but it's just not always realistic. Well, sure. It's one of those ideas. It's like, yeah, we support this idea in concept. Yeah, we'd love to do this. However... Does this really need to be legislated? And maybe it does. Maybe because it's not being done, maybe the public health 
folks are saying this is now a major problem and districts are not doing enough about it. This, their hands need to be forced here. You know, to which in, in some ways I totally get, you know, if they're not doing the, what's, what's bad, if they're not following the science in that way, should they be? I don't know. So that one's a divided report. Um, we don't know where it is. Uh, other on that day, LD 707, an act to promote student health by requiring, as requiring SAUs to offer extracurricular sports as a requirement to receiving state education funds. I love this. This might be one of my favorite ones of the, of the session so far. I find this one hysterical. Is this the I one that's... we do, but it's it's a pretty easy report out for us. Yeah, <laughs> they're out there. I mean, two P's of testimony from MSMA, and I gotta admit, the one from MSBA or MSSA, I should say, their testimony in opposition to this is priceless. Is it's like it's super short. Uh, there are not and never should be mandates on schools that outline their sports programs. They are not part of EPS, and the purview of local school districts should remain that way. It's just like, it's basically, they're saying, come on. Really? Come on. I love it. Isn't that the one where they wanted to go directly into work session and voted out, but they decided not to? But anyways, ought not to pass. Move on. Ought not to pass. That one's not going nowhere dead in the water. Finally, on the second, LD-144, an act to fund capital improvements to CTE centers and regions to bolster Maine's future workforce. Yes, and that was the one ought to pass as amended. And if there's anything I have learned throughout this session thus far is the, the support that all legislators have towards CTE is huge. So it seems like we're finally going to be making some positive gains in that regard. And then um, I'm pretty sure today we'll be touching upon all of the certification conversations and how the the work that Dan Shahuda and Wilson Hess have done with the consensus-based decision-making. Mm -hmm. So many of our certification bills have been tabled until 1189 um, and be finished. So as we get to that, but CTE and certification, very, very important. Agreed. And th 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 there's been a real push for CTE the last couple of years. It's been a uh... It's been, it's been nice to see. I would only caution us in education to remember that we love pendulums in education and we don't, the, the truth is always in the middle. That's where the most potential energy is, I believe, in a pendulum is, is in the middle before it, is it built up all its energy, then it pushes towards the end. So my science people can correct me on that if for you energy folks. Um, but I would say that... Uh, just be mindful of a balance, ensuring balance, that's all. And since you brought up certification, let's talk about some certification bills that happened on April the 5th. We'll start off with LD 326, an act to authorize lifetime teaching certificates. What could go wrong there? <laughs> there I almost thought this might have made it over the hump, but it did not. It was voted ought not to pass along party lines, but I think this was 
in my notes, I have the huge, huge writing of political, P-O-L-I-T-I-C-A-L exclamation. So divided completely on party lines ought not to pass. Yes. Um, this was one where it said, basically, if you taught for 20 years, right. you don't have to go back and do any more kind of PD again. I believe it was brought up in the... Um, uh, it was brought up in the in the committee, like, well, so where'd you come up with twenty years from? And the air was like, uh, uh, made it up. Start to start the conversation. Right. But for those of you who are interested in a lifetime certificate, there are other states that have that provision, and I will tell you those in case you would like to check it out: Arkansas, Missouri, New Jersey, North Dakota, Wisconsin, and West Virginia. So they they are out there. Just not in Maine. Not in Maine, and it looks like it's not going to go any further as of right now. LD350, an act to increase the number of courses regarding autism spectrum disorder that count towards special education certification. I This is another one that intrigues me, um, but and I think maybe that's why it's been tabled that it intrigues others as well. So we'll be following up on this one when it goes to work session again. Yep. Uh, LD-552, an act to strengthen the IEP program process. I think this was the one that got heated. It got heated, Matt. You might want to go heated. listen to it. Yes. I, I, well, I can't imagine why. Only a, a mere 83 pieces of testimony were uh, submitted online or whatnot for it, and it ended in a divided report. Right. And there was a smackdown, and I had nothing to do with it. That's uh -oh. all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but now I'm curious. Well, you'll just have. I'm. I'm not saying anymore. That's the. That's my teaser. <laughs> there was a smackdown. Um, it ought to pass as amended. I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly on the amendment, but this was many parent federations and and parent advocates wanted this put in place because of the consent that they want to make sure that parents are made aware of what changes the school is promoting and our directors and doe specialists who live in this world who live you know who know about due process tried to get them to understand that um Sometimes we try so hard to get in touch with parents, but they just, you know, for whatever reason, are not returning our calls or reaching back out to us. But it ought to pass seven to five. There it is. Ought to pass seven to five. So uh, if and when the legislature comes back to vote on these things, we'll see if it goes any further. We're getting to that point in the year, too, where we're going to start getting more of those votes happening in the legislature of the House and the Senate side. So we'll we'll start reporting those out to you all as well as they become more and more prevalent. Finally, on the 5th, there was LD 639, an act to improve professional training for school counselors. Tabled. Once again, the committee is saying, meh, I want to make a decision today. Well, this, this is the one where the sponsor wants mandatory domestic violence training. Yes. Um, and 
this the experts the counselors the and the um, the main counseling association basically said please don't mandate this it's part of our ongoing training we we do it where you know we respond to the needs of our you know communities our our schools our parents but if you mandate these six hours what if there's something more pressing in our own communities that needs our attention so I'll be curious, as always, to see what happens, but it is tabled. It's tabled, so we'll see if it comes back into the fold. Who knows? Um, when things get tabled, oftentimes they'll, they, might, they might come back or they might just expire on the table like a piece of cheese that has been there for several weeks. Thank you for that analogy. You're <laughs> welcome, because moldy cheese is exactly what we should be thinking about in these dark times. Moving on to the very next day, April the 6th, they did not have any public hearings that day, but they did have a work session where they went over four bills. Uh, LD 270, an act to amend the regional adjustment index to ensure school districts do not receive less than the state average for teacher salaries, presented by Senator Trey Stewart of Aroostook. And this was discussed in concert with 566, which was an act to address labor market inequities in the school funding formula. Yep. So that was voted ought not to pass, but it was sort of swallowed up by LD270 and tabled for further discussion. Yes, there is a, um, there's quite a significant fiscal note attached to this one which is uh, an increase of $11.7 million for the next, each year for the next two years. So this is going to appropriations okay. to see if it can, if anything can, can come of it, um, if it's gonna be worthwhile. That's, that's my thinking on this one. On those, well, no, just we'll skip over 566 then. Uh, LD 650, an act to increase funding for school construction projects, presented by Representative Kyle Bailey out of Gorham. What happened here? I followed all of the, I followed the hearing in the work session for this, ought not to pass, unanimous 12-0, but kudos to Representative Bailey and Superintendent um, from Gorham who started the conversation that, you know, there, there's, there has to be a better way for us to fund construction in our yeah. state. So. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a very weird system, I have to say. So even though it was unanimous ought not to pass, the, they, they planted some good seeds that hopefully will germinate and spring and into something. Bloom and blossom into something beautiful and effervescent. Yeah. Finally that day was LD705, a resolve to improve air quality and ventilation in Maine's public schools. Interest, I find it interesting that when it's a divided report, it doesn't matter if it's one vote against or five votes against. So this was 10 to one, um, ought to pass. I really like this bill. I really like the possibilities. It's sad that a pandemic had to bring light to air ventilation and regulations not being clear but um, I think this is going to have a positive impact on Maine schools. Hey, I was just reading an article today um, from the Chalk Beat, uh, April, posted April 14th, 
uh, article by a guy named Matt Barnum. Quote, as Biden eyes infrastructure, recent research suggests students' environments affect academic success. And it was all about air ventilation, heat, and that those things absolutely impact student success and achievement, which is not shocking to anybody. <laughs> that the air that you breathe and the comfort level of whether or not you're the inside of the, the room that you're in, it might be like early September or early June, and it's just sweltering in that room, you're not going to learn anything. You know? So, I mean, shocking. And I'd be, I'd be, I would be very curious as to the rationale of the one why they didn't vote about it was probably something to do uh, with funding, I'd imagine. But that's just my, that's my hypothesis. Moving on to the very next day, three days in a row for the Education and Cultural Affairs Committee. This day, they had both work sessions and public hearings, but we're only focusing on the work sessions for this recording. LD52, an act regarding collective bargaining negotiations by public employers of teachers. This, pretty much on party lines, but what intrigued me, Matt, ought to pass as amended eight to four representative roach from wells crossed his party line and voted with the democrats very interesting that is interesting indeed so that one's gone through ld 643 an act to direct the department of the doe to establish a working group our favorite things to determine best practices and accountability standards for school boards to manage the performance of superintendents this is a fun one I remember well, this. this one has me contemplating a career change. Um, if anybody has a consulting firm or, or has knowledge about it, I really think some of us need to leave our positions and create opportunities for school boards to learn more about education. And this one is really intriguing. Um, it ended up as a divided report, though. But ought to pass, correct? Yes, I believe it was ought to pass, but... There were some who said no. How Interestingly dare enough. How dare they say no to that? I know, right? Uh, LD 816, an act to improve communication between school boards and educators by requiring notice of discussion of labor matters. I can't find that one in my notes. What do you have on that? I have eight pieces of testimony on this. There was a proposed amendment um, and I love it when they do this. The amendment would strike and replace the bill and provide that school boards shall regularly communicate with school employees in the school district and members of public in their jurisdiction and that a school board shall annually review the performance of the superintendent. And, and that as a divided report. Hmm. I can't so find they, my I'm moving on. Yeah, they took the bill as it was originally written and said, nah, we're going to scrap that, rewrite it. They rewrote it. And said, uh, even with that amendment, which I think came as, as a result of the testimony, we're just going to move on. And Did you say that was 816? 816. Yeah, that was, in my notes I have, this was a, from an earlier um, podcast. I said, it, for some of these, it really would be nice if they could have a hypothetical situation. So it it's easier for us to analyze. I don't know why they can't do things for us. I mean, education matters. I just, you know. It would be helpful. I, I feel very slighted. Yes. 
LD 1050, an act regarding the duties of school boards pursuant to the laws governing attendance at elementary and secondary schools. Yes, that was the e the easiest. That was just please change the wording from rules to policies because school boards deal with policies. It was ought to pass 11 to 1. Representative Sampson, minority report ought not to pass. I'm not sure why she had a problem with that word change, but I'm sure there is a good reason for it. Sure. Um, finally that day, LD-127, a resolve to establish a pilot program to provide grants for professional development in computer oh. science instruction. I'm so excited for you on this one. This is near and dear to your heart. Why is, why, why is that? Why, why, oh, because uh, of grants? I do love grants. Hugh Grant is a, is a, is a, a British treasure. Yes, I'm shaking my head at that. 12-0, <laughs> unanimous. Yeah. Let's, for those districts that have not been able to invest in any robotics or STEM or, or STEAM, for that matter, there is going to be an opportunity for that. Yep, it's great. I'm, I'm glad that that's, that's moved through and that it seemed that, that it's getting some of that unanimous support that it, that it so well deserves. It's glad to see that with the... The, the, the focus of you know CTE being so big and being so prominent it's glad to, I'm glad to see that this level this this one content area that can kind of bridge those two areas both in terms of the high school and in CTE is getting the, the attention that it deserves and especially giving our students the opportunities to be able to pursue and learn um, in those ways and to help districts say we know your kids want to do this let's find ways to help you I have to give a mini shout out to Representative Dodge. That woman just warms my heart. The quote of the day from Representative Dodge, this bill gives me good chills. Ooh, good chills. I love good, good chills. chills. Moving on to the that, this the final week that we're going to be covering. We've I know we've plowed through a lot and we have um, two more days that we're going to be just throwing a bunch of stuff out at you for work sessions and information. LD 429, an act to protect the health of students and educators by requiring the establishment of health and safety committees in SAUs. This is an emergency bill presented by Representative McCray. I believe it's been tabled, but I can't. In my notes, I have it as a divided report. You do. Work session held on the 12th as a divided report. Okay, 429. Yes, yes, yes. I remember our conversation on this, though. I had said um, Representative McCray has not introduced many bills, and I have so much respect for him that if this is what he feels is important, then I support it 100%. But divided report, we assume ought to pass? I would assume ought to pass, yes. Uh, let's see, LD 633, a resolve directing the, DE, the DOE to implement diversity, equity, and inclusion training for educators. Tabled. Tabled. I'm, I don't know why it was tabled. I'm not sure what the cause of that was. 18 pieces of testimony for this. I would love to know more about why it was tabled. I'm guessing 
it would probably have to do with things like um, how this would happen. Would it be in the certification realm? Would it be in the like a local requirement, like we have to do bloodborne pathogens every year, and so those details need to be worked out. Yeah. That would All make I have in my me. notes that Senator Daughtry is amazing in my eyes. Mm -hmm. That's that's my contribution to the analysis that I think Senator Daughtry is amazing. I gotta be honest, Julie, I was having a rough day before we record. You always make me smile. Because you just, everything, it's it's sunshine and rainbows. And it makes me so happy because so much of the things that I see are not sunshine and rainbows. And it, I just, I, I want you to know how much I genuinely appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. It, it's, it's, it's making me smile. Sometimes uh, I'm too sunshiny and rainbows and unicorns for my own good, though. So, but thank you. LD742, a resolve to track youth mental health during COVID-19 public health emergency by ensuring that the main integrated youth health survey is conducted during the 2021 school year, presented by Representative Fecto of Augusta. This was an emergency bill. But it's tabled. What, it's tabled. What? I wonder if that's coming up this week, though. It might be. It might be. I, I, I think it, all, it comes back to that I would imagine it comes back to that one piece of testimony from the CDC that said, uh, we could, we can't really do it, if we can't really do it well, because it requires time and resources, which we just don't have. So, but I, have, I don't have any evidence of that. That's just my personal thoughts. Um, we'll see what happens when that comes back up, but, you know, 10 pieces of testimony for that. LD 816, an act to improve communication between school boards and educators by requiring notice of discussion of labor matters. We discussed this earlier in the pod. Divided report. So we don't have to talk about it again. LD 880, an act to protect school employees from workplace bullying. What happened here? Oh, I have my notes. I'm looking for the result though. 880 tabled 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 um was this did senator daughtry support sponsor this yes, yes. and steve bailey spoke against so main school boards and main superintendents felt that this would be burdensome i felt there was a lot of confusion and maybe that's why it, it is tabled because when I read workplace bullying, are we talking parents to teachers, teachers to teachers, administrators to parents, administrators to teachers? Right. Um, and for the work session, Representative Millette asked the analyst for, you know, what processes, what processes are in place currently? Um, that would call for Representative Daughtry to feel that more was needed. And the MEA certainly supports this, but the main school board and superintendent do not. So I'm looking forward to learning more about this one after it's yeah, this one this, on the table. Yeah, see, see if or when this comes back, we'll see what they have to say. 
Finally, rounding out Monday, April the 12th, was LD924, a resolve to establish a task force, uh-oh, to study the coordination of services and expansion of educational programs for young adults with intellectual or developmental disabilities to identify barriers to full societal integration. That is a huge title. And it has such heart behind it. Let me tell you, the final shout out of the day is going to reference um, something that happened with this LD, but this is such an important task force. And I believe this morning, they were talking about it. Let me see if this could be late breaking news. I believe I have it somewhere. This is, you know, we have expanded access to education for students with disabilities to the age of 22, which is wonderful. What this is talking about is that there is a cliff that happens and these parents don't have the support they need after public education. There are so many groups involved in this conversation, but something more needs to be done. So I believe I was just listening. Isn't this crazy? I believe I was just listening to this before we went on this morning. And well, I thought I was listening to it. <laughs> I've listened to so many of these on, on YouTube. I really binge watch, but this is a very emotional one so much. Yeah. Um, but it's tabled, right? The it's task force creation is tabled. Um, I was just listening to how they had Bear Shea come into the work session. They had Aaron Frazier come in. Um, so more to come on this and more to come when you hear my shout out for this. But anyways. There's a nice little tease towards the for the end of our episode today. So that ends the April the 12th, our final day that we are going to cover work sessions for this, like, lightning round of a podcast uh, is April the 14th. LD604, an act to promote accountability in Maine's charter schools. Presented by Representative Brennan out of Portland. 85 pieces of table of testimony, because nothing circles the wagons quite like charter schools. And I listened to probably 45 of those. Um, God bless Representative Brennan. He he was shocked by how much animosity maybe this this brought out, but he he tried to say I did not intend, you know, I'm not saying there shouldn't be. I'm just trying to bring some structure. But oh, is there a lot of emotion? And we heard from every charter school, every parent, student, um, and mini shout out to Representative Millette who, who chaired this and did a fantastic job celebrating the student success stories as they came on. But what was the ending? Yeah, just just to be clear, this all this bill what this bill did was provide that a public charter school may not expand its facilities or locations without the approval of the commissioner. It removes public charter school funding from the single account appropriating funds for general purpose aid for local schools and requires the commissioner of education to include a recommendation for the requested funding levels for public charter schools separately from the operating allocations of non-public charter schools, non-charter public schools. Excuse me. If that helps anyone. No, it's it's a divided report, but where am I? I listened to all of the testimony. 
It's not still going on, is it? It could be. Oh, my word. It went on and on. Interestingly, is this 6.04? Yes. Yes, it is. Interestingly, it ended at 6.04 in the evening. That is, that's spooky. That is very spooky. Very spooky. Um, but that was the hearing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. We'll have to report back out on that. Yeah, it's still divide. It was, it was, it was a divided report. Either way, and I think we know how that fell. Party lines. Most likely, that's how they they always seem to fall. Um, LD eleven forty nine, an act to provide exemptions from certain teacher certification examination requirements. Representative Fecto out of Augusta promoted uh, sponsored this one. Four items of testimony. Well, it's it's tabled and another mini shout out. Representative Fecto, he is quite a writer, and he, I think this is the one where he told a story. I believe it was autobiographical, but it was a wonderful story and worth listening to if you haven't. But I believe with all of the work that this consensus-based work group is doing around 1189, Something great is going to come from 1149, 1169, and 1189. But they're trying to figure out how to make it all mesh. They are. They are. That they are. 1169. Let's go right into it. An act to improve teacher certification during staffing shortages. Presented by Representative Sampson out of Alfred. Yes, I think she wants to take advantage of the good work or you know one of the silver linings that came from the pandemic and how the the commissioner and, and the doe was able to grant some um conditional or or just to ease up a little bit so um, but again it's tabled and i think that some good will come from it for sure right it was basically to say like the, the emergency rules that were done in place before just kind of keep they just keep going yes right Okay. And the final one for the 14th was LD1189, which you mentioned a few minutes ago, an act to amend the teacher certification statutes, presented by Representative Brennan out of Portland. Yes, this is, there's just so much work that has gone into this. Um, I was able to watch the presentation. Dan Chahuda is one of my heroes. Love that man. Um, Remember the good old days when we would sit around the table at Scarborough and you would come down from Top Zone and Dan would come down and we just had these great conversations. I miss those days. But I, um, yes, those were those were those were good times. Yeah. I think well, hopefully 11, we'll get back to them soon. Maybe eleven eighty nine is going. It's been a lot of work. I think Dan and Wilson Hess, the, the chair for the state board, talked about how there were 25 educators involved. There were over 25 meetings to address the statutory um, changes that they're recommending. And I think it's going to um, provide multiple pathways for people to enter into our profession. And it's going to be to result in some good things. So yeah, there's there's definitely some good things happening in terms of looking at certification systems and making it kind of make more more sense, more accessible, while also not necessarily, you know, lessening the um, lessening requirements or lessening the, the need for no, 
professionalism, thank you, for, for the high quality educators that our students and our colleagues all deserve. Right. Julie, that wraps up the whirlwind of work sessions from March 29th all the way through April 14th. As we mentioned, as we're talking now, it's, it's April 16th, and we, there are work sessions and public hearings happening right now. And we'll cover those in another pod, but I think that is kind of good for recounting, uh, recounting the work sessions so far over the last couple of weeks. Yes. But there are some public hearings coming up, and we're not going to go over all of them. We're not going to go over what's happening in all those. We just don't have, you know, you, you, you're, 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 you're awesome for listening to us for this long about this stuff. We appreciate you. Uh, so what we thought we'd do is just kind of take a quick peek at just a few of the upcoming bills that might maybe like interest Julie and I. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, well, so first we're going to talk about Tuesday, April 20th. Monday is a holiday, Patriots Day, correct? Tuesday, there will be a public hearing at 10 o'clock followed by a work session at 1 o'clock. Is there anything on that day that has, has piqued your interest? Um, I mean, in terms of a public hearing, um, I mean, I love the LD 452, an act to require certain schools to provide menstrual products. I think that that's awesome. I think that that's a fantastic one right there. And LD 896 interests me as well. At least it interests me in concept, which is an act concerning mental health in public schools. The only problem with that one is that it's a concept draft. Oh, yes. You know, so it's like, oh, well, boo. You had, you, had, you had me at concerning mental health. All right, I'm with you, and then there's nothing there. So what about you? Um, I am a huge fan of Representative David McRae of Fort Fairfield. So his work session that afternoon, I will probably tune into that. Um, I think we've talked about what's going on on that day, but... If you're not doing anything Tuesday at one o'clock, and that is when Representative Fecto's emergency on the main youth um, mental health. So we will yeah. have an answer. We will yeah, have I, an answer Tuesday afternoon. That Tuesday afternoon is going to be big because I will say that that's a really good point because the McRae bill, 1172, an act to delay state-mandated teacher and principal evaluation. That means that like it's, it's an act that's trying to say like, hey, PEPG systems, not happening this year. Or next. Or next. According to his, his right. Proposal. There's there's a there's a lot of discussion happening about that, and that's that's a big one for a lot of schools to pay attention to. So, uh, LD 1172 coming up on the 20th. And then on the 21st, the work session, there is definitely a theme around funding and the 279 and the 55%. So if that interests you, listeners, tune in Wednesday at 1 o'clock. That's right. To the Tube of the U. You can watch live. <laughs> tube of the U. That's that, like, E-W-E-U? No. Okay. Just want to make sure that we're not we're not talking about, like, sheep here. And then Thursday and Friday are both public hearings. Um, I mean, chock full, 11 public hearings over two days. Oh, yes. This is the homework one, the lifetime substitute teacher certification. Yeah, LD 1383, an act to limit homework in public schools. That will be a fun one to listen to. I'm looking forward to hearing that one. 
again, another lifetime certification, lifetime substitute teacher certification for established and successful educators. LD1379. Is, I don't think there is a substitute teacher certification. Is there? Um, no, but ah, interesting. Representative Fecta wants to establish one, and he's he's like my little read aloud. I bet he's he's fantastic at read aloud. So I look forward. I, I probably will not watch it live. I think Thursday and Friday I'll take some vacation time, but I will definitely catch up. I hope you I hope you do it. It looks like the twenty third is all about uh, post secondary. And mostly main community colleges, I believe. Post-secondary, yeah. main community colleges, and student debt. Right. So that's what's coming up over the next week, uh, vacation week, for many of us here in uh, Maine. I know some of us, some of, we do have some listeners who do not teach and or work in Maine, so they might not have a, a vacation week next week. But, hey, in Maine we do because it's the way life should be, right? Matt. I know we kind of are all over the place, but I hope we're helpful to some of our superintendents and curriculum directors and assistant superintendents that we at least plant seeds of where they should be listening to what's coming up in the legislature. Do you think we help anybody? I hope we do. Um, no, no, I don't. Th I, I, I don't think that I, I, I don't have the. <laughs> I don't have the, the the emotional stability to be able to say that I'm helpful to anybody at any time, really. So but we definitely help each other because we enjoy this, right? We do. We do. We do. Uh, yeah, I mean, and today was a blitz. Today was not a whole lot of analysis. Today was just like a blitz of information. Um, I do think that there are days when we when we present like what's coming up. It's good for superintendents and curriculum directors and assistant superintendents and other folks to know like, hey, here's what's coming. Here's what's coming down the road. So, I do think that we are, honestly we do some we do some good out there. I do. Right. So that wraps up the public hearings and work sessions. Anything that needs any Lady Smythe shout outs and Lady Smythe smackdowns. There will be no smackdowns because Representative Millette took care of that in one of the the sessions, and it was smackdowns scare me. Yeah, I was kind of scared, but I just I love that woman too. So my first Lady Smith shout out goes to a birthday boy, Matt Druitt Card. Really, it came across my newfound Slack. Um, participation that you had a birthday this week so happy belated birthday oh, I hope thank you celebrate you. all weekend long with your children and next week with your kids i'm i'm i know you'll find this hard to believe but i'm kind of a big birthday girl Are I, like you? Birthdays. I know and i have a big birthday coming up Ooh, it's oh it's really a big one. it's a big one but ah. so i hope you had a wonderful birthday happy belated birthday you get a belated birthday shout out to matt Druett card Thank you very much, Julie. I appreciate that. And then my second shout out goes to Senator Joseph Rafferty, Coach Raff, I like to refer to him as. He um, did not start out the season as the chair, the co-chair of our Education and Cultural Affairs Committee. Do you like how I call it our? Because I watch them so much. They're like my family. They don't have a clue who I am, but I know all of them. <laughs> anyway. Um, during the public hearing for LD924, we had citizens from Maine who had experienced loss from students, you know, their family members who have disabilities, and they 
relayed some heart-wrenching true stories of their experience and mm. the genuine care and concern that Senator, Senator Rafferty showed them. I was just so touched by his just honesty, integrity. Like you can just see he's a man of honesty, integrity, and true care and concern for people. I'm so proud to say that he's been an educator for as long as he has or involved in the coaching world. And shout out to Senator Rafferty for the care and concern shown to those families who it, it's not easy to present. And he he just yeah. really represented that on that day. That's, that's so refreshing, honestly. And I'm sitting here listening to you say that and it just, it makes me like kind of like my my shoulders drop a little bit because it's so with politics and with legislation it can all just kind of get very cynical all of the time it's really refreshing to hear moments of true genuine feeling care emotion that say no this is like this is really important and I'm listening and I will do what I can to help. Spot on. You know, that's just, yeah. you know, we, we see it often in education. You don't often see it in politics and in legislative times. You, you know, you'll see party lines all the time. Even if they're not sure what they're voting on, they'll just vote on party lines because, again, that's the cynical side of me. But it's like, it's really good to hear that. So thank you for helping me. Drop my, my drop my anxious shoulders a bit. I'm so glad I'm here for you anytime. You're the best. Uh, and if you wanted to like follow along with what's going on in the Education Cultural Affairs Committee, one of the best ways to do that is on our document or spreadsheet. Follow us along on Twitter. You can find it there at which is at Main Ed Matters. Or you can find us on the Book of the Face at Facebook.com/slash Main Education Matters. And with that, we appreciate you understanding how we weren't on last week and we're back this week and we'll try to uh, get you, we'll stay up on date and thank you very much for listening to us. Bye all, thanks so much.